Listeners, and welcome to our first episode. My name is Gabe Gibbs, and I'm the humble host of this podcast called Musicals That Never Made It. This podcast has been a long time coming, actually. You see, my co-writer Josh Collier and I have been writing top-notch musicals for decades. And though we've been pumping out incredible work after incredible work, most of which stars me, of course, none of our shows have quite reached the heights we know they deserve. Our ideas come quickly, like lightning, and we must obey our genius so we don't overthink, we don't take feedback, and we don't do any rewrites. Why would we? (laughs) Do you think that Stephen Sondheim takes notes? (laughs) Don't make me laugh. You see, this podcast is merely a vessel to bring the world their new favorite musicals. Though these shows don't need any extra help, we've employed some of your favorite Broadway actors to give the shows a little extra zhuzh. Today's musical is starring Austin Scott. You know him from his star turn in Hamilton the Musical as, you guessed it, Hamilton. And the title of today's show is Loop de Loop, Milady. As always, I was joined by two of the best actors in New York City, the gracious, wise, and always prepared Abby Goldfarb and the mostly punctual Johnny Brantley III. We had such a wonderful time in the studio with Austin, but pay particular attention to my work in the opening number where I play the carnival barker. Well, listen to me. Of course, you'll notice my work. How could you miss it? I've never been one for subtlety. With great vocal cords comes great responsibility. All right, enough chit-chat. Ladies and gentlemen, please sit forward, ears perked, and enjoy Austin Scott in Loop de Loop, Milady, an incredible new musical written by me. And also Josh, of course. Can't forget Josh, even though he's not exactly in the shows, but I digress. Uh, here we go. But I, I think he's he's on his way in. Let's uh, yeah. let's bring Austin in. Austin's here. Everybody, this is Austin hey, Scott. Austin. Oh, wow. So glad to have you here. Hi, yeah, Austin. yeah, no, great to be here. Thank of you so much course, for having me. Of course, of course. So today's musical we're going to read... Um, it's called Loop de Loop Milady. Uh, and here's your uh, here's your script there. Okay. Take a look at that. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, another uh, another hip hop musical. I'm sure you're familiar with ah, those sort of things. Um, okay. Uh, you know, we, we we know you've done one in the past, but I I think this one will give you uh, what do you guys think? It's gonna be good. I, I don't I know, it'll an, spur it, your soul. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's emotional. Okay. It's right it's emotional. It's gonna be good. So oh, cool. Uh, All right, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, Let's but do this. B- before we uh, before we get started, do you have any um any bits of advice for uh, sort of uh, up and coming artists uh, that are that are trying to get their start in the biz. So we can forward that along to. Yeah. To the, of course, we're pretty established, sure. but yeah. just wondering <laughs> if you have any. Uh, um, yeah, for people trying to get into it. I mean, yeah. it's a tough business for yeah. sure. But yeah. you know, if it's if it's something that you love, then just stick with it. And, yeah. You know, keep doing the thing, but have patience. For yeah, sure. that's great. I love that. I'd I'd love to add. Uh, 
an addendum onto right. that. I think I would say if it's something that you love and also you're incredibly good at, yeah. then, then stick you with it. We just want to clarify. That helps. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for your advice, Austin. Why don't yeah, we jump what? in to okay. uh, this this musical here? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Loop de Loop Milady is a hip hop musical inspired by a different historical figure with great impact. Uh -huh. This story is about legacy, titans of industry, love, loss, oh. and loops. Oh, yeah. It asks questions like Should we meet our heroes? Can history help us? Yes. Are we born with genius or do we earn our genius through blood, sweat, and steel? Oh, Prolific. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, here we are. <clears throat> Curtain rises. It's the late 1910s, right about the turn of the century at Coney Island. Coney Island is the hottest spot to see the sights and ride the rides. The carnival goers are all gathered around the Ferris wheel, the most exciting attraction of the time. On the outskirts of Coney Island, a man is having a cigarette downstage left. He's a tall and handsome carnival barker, played by me, who's worked Coney Island for many seasons. His smoke break is almost over when he is approached by a small, dirty schoolboy in overalls. Excuse me, sir. I'm doing the school project on history. Can you tell me some of it? Sure. What do you want to know? You were around when Edwin Prescott built the first loop and roller coaster, right? How do you know about that? Mr. Coney Island, welcome man. Everyone knows about Edwin Prescott dethroning George Ferris Jr. and his Ferris wheel with his invention of the loop-de-loop -loop roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. You think you know, but you don't know the real story. <laughs> okay, well... Tell it to me then, mister. The stage lights up and transforms into a bustling Coney Island, late 1800s. The Barker begins his tale. Yeah, I want to know everything. The story of Edwin Prescott. Man of a thousand dreams. From the top, hey, I worked here for a long time. Seen some long lines in the spring times. Cause that's when we be getting new rides from some new guys reaching new highs. Hey, but no one ever had the vision or precision. Never missing his game. Coney was the test spot. Edwin Prescott took his best shot. He found so fly and also perfect. Are you sure this story's worth it? Where's the drama? Where's the scandal? Give me all that. I can't handle. Don't look at me with that death stare. I am prepared. Let me get there. Though he is my protagonist, let me tell you this. It wasn't always bliss. Enemy snooped, de snooped, and he got duped, de duped. He made some whoop, de whoops. His son that flew the coop. His spirit drooped, de drooped. He had to group, regroup. You tell the truth, the truth. Just listen close, my youth. Looking at the stats, you only see the winning. But to understand, flashback to the beginning. It's 1890, Edwin's on a date, the ladies dress real finely I like the way your skirt almost touches the floor And I've never seen that pretty shade of beige before Margaret is his date, later known as his wife Have you ever seen such a place in your life? Every ride is designed to make a man feel Do you think we have the time to ride the Ferris wheel? I would like to ride it, like to be inside it But my heart's divided and I just can't hide it Dearest Edwin, whatever do you mean? Are you afraid that you might make a scene? No, my lady Margaret, the thrill will be fine It's just that rides are what I'm born to design It's not just for pleasure, for fun, or for thrills I want to build these to pay my bills Hey now, Edwin Do you know you're gonna change the game? Hey now, Edwin Everyone at Coney Island knows your name My name is Edwin Prescott Man of a thousand dreams
Blackout. Let's now fast forward. Edwin and Margaret are now engaged. They have come back for an anniversary date at Coney Island. Though riding the Ferris wheel is where they first fell in love, it seems to have lost its charm on one of them. This production will have a working Ferris wheel on stage and will pause during dialogue. It will really wow audiences, we think. The Ferris wheel is underwhelming to Edwin, while Margaret is still wowed by its splendor. Edwin and Margaret sit in a ride car on the Ferris wheel. I still can't believe I can see this far. There's the bakery and there's the church. No, wait, the library. Oh, it's so hard to know what one's looking at this high up in the sky. I never tire of this view. Edwin stays silent. His thoughts are elsewhere. Sweetheart, it seems your mind has run off to someplace else. What? Oh, sorry. You were right the first time. It's the church. You can tell by the steeple. Is everything all right? The Ferris wheel is our favorite place. Did the cotton candy not sit well with you again? No, no, it's, it's not that. It's just... Don't you think this could be so much more? What do you mean? This ride, I mean, it's just a wheel spinning endlessly. It feels stuck by its own design. Yes, you're going up and down, but there has to be something better. This is the peak of design. George Washington Gale Ferris Jr. thought long and hard about this design. I know he's not the nicest man, that Mr. Ferris. But sweetheart, you must admit, his rides are divine. I disagree, my treasure. I'm sorry, future bride. Don't want to steal your pleasure, but I don't like this ride. You know me, darling, you know I ain't never been one to badmouth. But that boy's game is plateaued and it might head off in a bad route. I think the ground is fertile for something spanking new. This ride just goes in circles. I think it's so taboo. Ferris this, Ferris that. Where is Mr. Ferris at? He's a kid, he's a brat, and I think his time has passed. It's time to let in new blood. It's time to change the guard. I know when push comes to shove, it can not be that hard don't mean no disrespect i know he probably feels but i just need the next time to reinvent this wheel up and around practically still i want off this ferris wheel i wanna go upside down and up a hill i want more and I love you, darling, but do you think you can design a ride better than Mr. Ferris? I know I can, my dear wife, and I respect your concerns, but a ride should be just like life. It should have twists and turns to mimic life flying by. It should gain forward ground to mimic when you ask why. It should go upside down. Upside down? Yeah, that's right. That's why you're up late each night? You've been gone every eve. For the best, you must believe I'm at the shop at my desk, angling lines with my protractor. But to be the very best, a loop-de-loop is what I'm after. Make a loop out of steel? Lost your mind, in your feels. I've got plans, I've cut deals, it's time to Reinvent this wheel Up and around Practically still I want off this Ferris wheel I wanna go upside down And up a hill I want more An actual thrill Blackout and now, a brief intermission. 
Let's now fast forward. We're two-thirds of the way through Act 2. Edwin and Margaret are now married with two kids. Margaret is putting the new baby girl, Catherine, to sleep inside while Edwin works on the looping roller coaster in the backyard. The coaster is still in a crude state, some wood and metal shoddily put together for testing purposes. The ride car is an old apple crate with wheels. Stage right, their oldest son, Maxwell, eight years old, arrives home from school to see what his father is up to. My dearest Maxwell, back from school for the day. Of course, Papa. I rushed home so I could see your test run. Oh, today's the day, right? Today was to be the day, my boy, but it's not quite ready yet. We're just missing a couple safety elements before we can let anyone test it out. I understand. Edwin, did you see the letter I left on your desk? Which one? The one from George Ferris. George Ferris? He can stuff it. I refused to meet with that man after he offered to buy me out last month. Uh, Well, the letter said he was coming to visit. (sighs) Hello, Edwin. George Ferris arrives in a very fancy suit. Mr. Ferris, what do you want? You know what I want, Edwin. I want to offer you a chance. A chance to fill the bellies of your family full of food and fill the pockets of your trousers full of cash. All you have to do is hand over the blueprints to this coaster of yours? No, I told you already. I don't need your money. I'll figure this out on my own. George Ferris steps to Edwin, hands in his pockets like he's done this before. I've offered money and I've tried to play nice. I'm not the kind of man to usually ask twice. So listen close and heed my careful advice. Or I'll put pressure on, squeeze you like a vice. Do you think that at the end of my odyssey, I will let someone like you, sir, be the one to get God of me? I am a genius. No one else has the brains inside, but I guess you could be smarter if I got a lobotomy. Take the money. Or I end you. I will end you. And you have nobody who wants to befriend you. Take the money. Or I shut you down. I will shut you down. And you have nobody else who wants to keep you around. Take the money. 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 I've heard your offer and I've told you real kindly That cash is not the way for you to unwind me It may be silly, if that's true then don't mind me But if you wanna buy me out, I'll decline You should be minding your own business, not out starting wars How dare you come into my home while I am doing chores Nobody on the planet has a head as big as yours Your ego's big enough to wipe out all the dinosaurs I will not, sir I will not, sir Though the cash that you offer is a lot, sir Take the money I will have to pass I will have to pass I will keep my empty pockets and maintain some class Take the money Take the money Take the money Take the money I've told you already, I will not take your money Please leave, sir Okay Well Don't say I didn't warn you George Ferris leaves On his way out he whispers something to little Maxwell. What was that all about? Oh, it was nothing. Just an exchange between us rivals. You know, I've always found that you're closest to success when things get their hardest. I've worked a lot on this project, and it has been my life dream. So George Ferris can offer me money, but I am not throwing away my- Wait! Look! Maxwell! What do you mean? The parents look on as their son sits in the unfinished ride car. But they're too late. Maxwell tips the ride car over the hill, and off he goes. Ooh, down the unfinished track.
father-son thing i may just take a vow of silence like a nun thing some parents worry about their little ones crossing streets we should have worried about him flipping head over feet he should have noticed that the riding car had no seats can god return my boy when i did not save her seat Let's now fast forward to the finale of the show. Edwin and Margaret have moved to a different part of town and live a quieter life. The stage has transformed to its original set, the dark outskirts of Coney Island. Our carnival barker finishes another cigarette while the young boy pours over his notes, trying to comprehend the whole story. So, he gave up, right? He had to be done after all this loss. Mr. Ferris possibly murdering his son and the framing him for it? The marriage problems, the cotton candy-related indigestion, how could any man stay sane after all that? I know I wouldn't have, but Edwin has vowed to... Finish the coaster. Because it's... What Maxwell would have wanted. And boy, is history glad he did. We really are. Now let me tell you about the day Edwin Prescott unveiled his new ride, the loop-de-loop. I was there, but a younger me. The stage transforms into the grand opening ceremony for Edwin's loop-de-looping roller coaster. A ribbon at the entrance is ready to be cut. The barker hands the boy his cigarette and takes his place in the scene. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you all to the official ribbon-cutting ceremony for Edwin Prescott's newest ride. Please welcome the man himself, Mr. Edwin Prescott. Thank you all for having me. I have a few words. I'm gonna try to speak clear I never thought I'd be here Why am I filled with such fear? I know it's gonna work I double-oiled every last gear This ride will loop one time But it made me loop for my whole life It only cost you a dime Though it cost me more than that in strife You wanna know the facts? Well, my family lost a Maxwell And life was not all that swell We've all come out of that hell We've all endured a hardship We know life is a hard trip We're not gonna restart it Life isn't over when it hits you with a hard tip But enough about this sad stuff, baby I started building rides in 1880 So these next words are a little weighty Welcome to the loop-de-loop, my lady Hey now, Edwin Do you know you just changed the game? Hey now, Edwin Knows your name. Cut the ribbon, enjoy the ride. Edwin Prescott, man of a thousand dreams. Curtain falls. The audience is inspired to pay more attention to history, and Josh and I for sure <laughs> receive a personal call from Lynn Manuel Miranda. 
Wow. wow. Oh my gosh. Great work, everybody. Austin, that was uh, really a treat for us to hear, and I'm sure it was a treat for you to perform. Did you feel like there was anything you um, related to in the character? Because it felt like you guys had a connection. Um, no, it was, it was uh, yeah, it was good. Are you guys still work like... Are you still working on it? Or? Oh, of course. Things are always in workshop yeah. mode, yeah. Cool. Of, course. Yeah, of course. Not never a finished never project, stops. but no, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 ninety uh, percent uh, there. I'd say yeah. maybe ninety eight. Cool. Yeah, we may add a few more tunes or double up these songs in yeah. length. I mean, I don't want to yeah. put words yeah. in, in your mouth, but it's probably the depth of the character that resonated. So yeah, much. yeah, for sure. Yeah. It could have been the depth. Right. Depth. Right. Certainly, when things are written this well. Anyway, uh, speaking of. Uh, <clears throat> Good writing and things. It sounds like maybe you've got some exciting projects coming up. You're no longer doing yeah. a hip hop musical. You've got other things coming up. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm doing um, uh, "Girl from North Country," okay. which uh, is a oh, new play I, with Bob I've Dylan's heard music. About that. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, he's yeah. he's uh, he, he's a, is he a com- he's a he's he's not a composer by trade, right? He's he's more well, of he's a, a, a singer songwriter. Sure. Right. Right. So they're using old music. Yeah. 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 Well, he's probably one of the most iconic. Singer song. I just want yes. yeah, of yeah, course. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, perspective. Yeah, perspective. yeah. Great. Right. Well, cool. Good luck with um, whatever that's going to be. Um, thank you so much for coming in. It was such a pleasure to have pleasure. you, sure. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Broadway's handsomest man, Austin Scott. <laughs> right. Thank you so, so much for coming. Yeah, he is, he is so handsome. handsome. Isn't he? <laughs> All right. See oh, you wow. Later. Yeah, he's very wow, handsome. Man. Very. Well, that was it. Thank you so much to Austin Scott, who, of course, did such an incredible job as Edwin Prescott. You can follow Austin Scott on Instagram at austinscott93. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. I don't know why you haven't, as it is such a fantastic show. You can find the podcast at Musicals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, Musicals That Never Made It on Facebook, and you can send us an email of Strictly Praise, we don't want notes, at musicalspod at gmail.com. Abby is at Abby Goldfarb. Johnny is at Johnny Lee B3. Josh is at Joshua Collier, and I'm at Gabe Gibbs on Instagram. Thank you guys for joining us. That's all we have this week. Be sure to come back next week. We know you will. These are the musicals that never made it. Star Bands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.